Hi, and welcome to the Reiki from the Farm podcast brought to you by me, Pam Allen LeBlanc from Hiddenbrook Farm. I am a scientist, a businesswoman, and a licensed Reiki master teacher with the International Center for Reiki Training. Each week in this podcast, you'll be entertained as you learn about a wide variety of relevant Reiki topics, helping you become a more knowledgeable and effective Reiki practitioner. We caution you, though, this podcast may also dramatically improve your life, and we are so happy that you're here. So guys, on this month's Reiki share in this week's podcast, I have a few things to shout out about or to let you know. The classes, the animal Reiki classes we're holding in July on Campobello Island where we're going to be taking a whale watch tour are not full. And I've really specifically been asked, I think, by the earth and by the animals to run that class this summer because I think our oceans just really need some help right now and the animals in the oceans, the oceans themselves. And what better way than to take animal Reiki out to them? One of the things that is happening with that class, in addition to doing a whale watch tour, we will be taking some of the proceeds from the class and making a donation to the whale rescue group there. And in addition to seeing whales, we'll probably see puffins and seals and um, and some other sea creatures as well. Even razorbills, which are really rare bird that are related to the auk. So I'm excited to get out there and uh, and check that out. I also have some classes coming up in July that are in the in an Asian and European friendly time zone. And that's just in response. I've been doing some Australian classes and some of the Asian students join, but they have to get up at three and four in the morning. So we're doing a class that is evenings in Asia, mornings in Europe, and very early morning in North America. And that's just an online class. And it's an RMA class. And sometimes you see me write RMA class. And what that means, it's when a licensed teacher puts five days of classes together. Because when you take level one and two, as well as masters from the from an ICRT licensed teacher, then you qualify for professional membership in the ICRT Reiki Membership Association. And that's one of the steps that just, I don't know, there's something that happens at that step. If you do do those classes with a licensed teacher and you decide to become a professional member, it's almost like Reiki starts working with you differently more professionally or more seriously. And so that class is coming and they're a little bit shorter days and I've added a day to each class and that class is coming up as well in July. And we also have a Karuna Reiki class as well as an animal communication class coming up in August 
in an Australian-friendly time zone. And that's for those Reiki masters in Australia who are ready to go further and do an advanced master class, Karuna Reiki. And also, a lot of folks seem to enjoy the animal communication class, so I will be offering that online as well. And even though it's an Australian-friendly time zone, um, it does work for most other folks as well, except our European friends. In North America, it's evenings and a little bit late in my time zone, but if you're Eastern time or before, it's not so bad. So I'd love to have you guys join us if any of those summer classes speak to you. I also want to let you know I will be doing a book signing at the Reiki Retreat in Arizona. So the International Reiki Retreat is being held in Sedona, Arizona, Labor Day weekend. I'll put a link to that. It's not full yet, and they will be having both an in-person as well as an online version. The online version won't be exactly real-time because they don't have... Um, quite strong enough internet signal, but you can join that either in person or online this year. If you are in person, I'll be doing a book signing of the Reiki business book. I'll be presenting about animal Reiki there in person, and I've actually got a presentation that's going out ahead of time to people who join just about starting your own Reiki business and um, and with some details about that. So I'm so glad that you guys are all here this week and this month. And I wanted to talk a little bit just about everything that's happening lately. There's a lot of, now that COVID is moving behind, it's leaving in its wake a lot of changes. And a lot of these changes can be disconcerting. And so things like the war in the Ukraine and the 21 other wars that are happening around the world, things like prices going up, inflation, people are even having difficulty with purchasing or, or finding a home and this sort of thing. And there's also been a lot happening with regard to astrologically we've just finished in may an eclipse season mercury retrograde has just moved behind us and so there's just been a lot of change lately one of the things that i've noticed is that change is usually not comfortable for humans and what's interesting is we can actually accept negative change easier than positive change and so when we look at some of the things that are happening, even the inflation and the prices going up, it's actually, I think, a lot of things are moving into line with where they probably should have been. There were some things like food and uh, fuel that were perhaps artificially low. And now that they're moving more in line with their true cost, I think that it can help us make some decisions about that. There are going to be a lot more efforts made, for instance, in with for fuel to just find 
more greener alternatives and things like that. I think that that there is a lot of change happening and even though sometimes we initially are uncomfortable, we look at it as negative, I think that a lot of change is positive, however that's still very uncomfortable, even if there is positive change. And I think I also wanted to mention the shootings that our American friends have been dealing with lately because that's our hearts go out to to you and we're just so sorry that these things are happening and so there has been a lot of change both positive and negative and I think that tonight's meditation is just meant to address those and to help settle those. I've also noticed a lot of energy movement, like a lot of sort of sticky energies and almost stuck energies when I'm working with clients lately. A lot of spirit attachments and even a lot of old energies and ancestral patterns that are coming up to the surface to be released and they're just a little stickier than they used to be. They used to leave really easily and now it seems like they're taking, they're still leaving, but it just seems like it's taking a little bit more work. And what that tells me is that we're really getting into some of the root of it. And so tonight I wanted to talk to you all a little bit about duality. And You've heard, some of you have heard me talk about duality before, just the fact that we live in a world of duality. This world that we're in is a, a world that is dual in nature, meaning there's both positive and negative, good and bad, with intentions to help and people with intentions to take advantage. There's, It's really all boils down to love and fear. So everything positive and life-affirming comes from a place of love and is seen through a filter of love. Anything that feels negative, it's really important to recognize that is coming to you through a filter of fear. Now, one of the reasons I think, in addition to the astrological reasons, but one of the reasons I think that there is so much more coming up to the surface to be dealt with lately is the new world peace energy. I was shown that the world peace energy is helping us heal any duality within us. And you guys will maybe remember when I talked about wars and some of the discord and and uncomfortable and difficult things that happen in the world are often a reflection of what's happening inside of us. So as long as there is duality or conflict inside of us, there's going to be duality in our outer world. And I really feel that the world peace energy has come here to dig deep and dig in and just start releasing this duality. And I think I had already noticed it in a lot of my clients and in my life some time ago, actually, I noticed that a lot of the fear is being rooted out. I watched it in my horses. From the moment that they got Reiki, they stopped acting 
like typical horses group together for safety. My horses are spread out all over the place because and and so they just physically showed me that they were less afraid and then of course in the ways that they reacted to things there was less fear. So I think Reiki has always been bringing us they're just shifting us more and more of our mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional energies. Reiki shifts it into a place of love and just starts releasing the fear and the traumas and the injuries. But I think that's happening at a faster pace than it has ever happened before. And I think that it's going deeper than it's ever happened before. So if anybody has been feeling uncomfortable, ungrounded, untethered, not yourself, you're not alone. I will say that I'm absolutely loving the world peace energy, but it did shake me a little bit at first as it was letting go of some of the duality within me and some of the rest of you may have noticed something along those lines as well. Now for any of you who might not be familiar with the world peace energy, um, William Rand channeled this and brought it in and shared it with us at the end of March and the beginning of April. And if you are at the master level with Yasui or Karuna, Holy Fire 3 Reiki energy, you can be upgraded to the World Peace energy. There's actually, um, there's actually a recording, a webinar that's available online for $35 US from Reiki.org. And I'll, I'll put a link to that in the podcast notes for anybody who's interested. And that's just for folks at the master level, but even people who are taking level one and two classes lately, they're probably going to notice a shift. William has said that this energy is the biggest and most powerful upgrade that we've received to date with Holy Fire. And around the same time that William began channeling it independently, I didn't know he was channeling it, this new energy began coming in in my sessions as well. And one of the things that it said that it would do is for empaths, and I, as, a, as an empath, I primarily work with other empaths. That's mostly who studies with me and, and takes my courses. And if you're here, you might very well be an empath, and meaning that you can feel other people's emotions and your gift is clear empathy. And then sometimes and oftentimes people who are empaths, we also take on other people's injuries and traumas. Not on purpose. It's inadvertent. It's something our energy appears to be designed to do this. And at first, if you are an empath and you don't have something like Reiki to release it with, then, then you might have issues like you might be unsettled, you might have unexplained illness and things like that. That's what happened for me. 
And uh, I just had a question in the chat. If those of you who took the upgrade with me received, got a recording, and yes, I did send that out, Amy. So just double check if you got it. And uh, if not, I'll, I'll, I can send it again. It might have wound up in your junk folder. So sometimes that happens. So I think that what I'm seeing is that for empaths, some of the duality that exists in us is that we sometimes take on the negative for others and so the world peace energy was lifting that and reversing that so that instead of bringing in the injuries and the darkness that exists within others we would th we would emit the light and we would have the potential to help people and heal them that way so it was really it's really a profound energy and when I was asking the energy what we were going to do this evening what did people need what I heard was that we needed to take the ocean of holy love experience which is a deeply healing experience and we need to shift it to the ocean of holy peace and bring in the energy of peace for you. So it's going to be a very similar meditation, but a different energy. Let me just explain that for a moment, if I can. When the world peace energy first came in, it was actually at the same time that we found our vacation home in Campobello, and just a lot, and my book was almost ready, and just a lot was happening. And it really rattled me. And I had an appointment with my mentor, Colleen Benelli, and she said, look, Pam, let's do this new experience, the ocean whole, or no, sorry, the river of peace experience, empowered in the river of peace. And this takes place in our master class of an empowered in the river of life experience, which I'm very familiar with. So when Colleen first began leading me in the exercise, the words are pretty much the same, except that it's the river of peace instead of the river of life. And when I first started going into it, I said, oh, that's the river of life. It's the same river. And I heard the energy saying, no, it's not, look closer. So I looked closer and I realized it wasn't the same river, that in fact, the river of of life for me it's this crystalline sparkly kind of river but it had like a blue undertone and this river of peace was very similar but the undertone was almost pink for me that's how I saw it and I realized oh that is a different river and then the energy pulled me up and gave me an eagle view of the river and I had been hearing, because I had been sending Reiki to the war in the Ukraine, I had been sending Reiki to all of the other wars that are happening all over the world, and I kept hearing as I was sending Reiki to these wars that we're going to be entering an era of everlasting peace, and I thought, that can't be right. We're humans we're not that peaceful that we could have everlasting peace. And I always check in 
for accuracy and do I have the right words? And I kept hearing, no, those are the right words. We're entering into an era of everlasting peace. And that was before the world peace energy came through. And I, but I, but when the world peace energy came through, I thought, oh, it's true. We are, this energy is going to help get us there. So in the meantime, I'm going in this experience, my first time to go in the river of peace, and I get pulled up to have an eagle view, and I see that the river of life and the river of peace are tributaries. There are separate rivers that are going to come together into one river. And I realized that meant that peace and life are going to soon be intersecting. Now I expect that it happens at a different rate for all of us, that it's probably something that's going to be happening individually and then collectively. And we keep hearing that it doesn't take a very large number of people to shift their vibration before it flips everybody else, before it shifts a lot of people's vibrations. And I was very excited because I could see that it wasn't very far down the river from where we were, that the river of peace and the river of life are coming together. And so I take that to understand that although things feel up in the air and a little bit uncomfortable right now as we're getting used to a new normal. I think that we're entering into a really beautiful age and a space with a lot of potential and a space with the potential for peace, both individual peace and collective peace, because of course we can't have collective peace until we have individual peace. So with that in mind, I was told tonight to take you on this really beautiful journey through the ocean of holy peace, just allowing anything that feels uncomfortable within you, that's usually a sign uh, that it's something that is trying to release. Anything that feels dualistic, anything that feels like it's coming from a place of fear, now, if you think about it, what are some of the things that come from a place of fear? Infl inflammation comes from a place of fear, pain, illness, disease. These are physical manifestations of fear. The mental and emotional manifestations of fear are things like anxiety and, and, and worry and stress and overwhelm and things, anger, frustration, things like that. And spiritually, what comes from a place of fear is usually fear. Impatience, Kat says, yeah, definitely. Spiritually, and there can also be spiritual injuries and traumas. So basically, when we enter into the Ocean of Holy Peace this evening, we have an opportunity to let all of those things go. Anything physically, that is bothering you, anything mentally or emotionally that's bothering you, and anything spiritually that might be bothering you. 
Does anybody have any questions before we move into our meditation tonight? Okay. Guys, I'm going to invite you to make yourselves really comfortable. For those who are listening on the podcast, if you're driving, these meditations can go deep. So maybe you could just press pause or pull over until you are in a safe space to listen comfortably. This is the ocean of holy peace experience. Because this ocean is made up of divine love and peace, you may decide to swim in it or float on the surface or dive or swim under the surface. If you swim under the surface, you can breathe underwater, breathing in the light. And when you do, it brings the energy of peace all the way through you. You may experience this in any number of ways. It's individual. But however you experience it, please understand that it will be exactly right for you. And now close your eyes and take a few deep breaths for the ocean of holy peace experience. And there is quite a long period of silence in this one. I invite you to imagine that it's a beautiful day, warm and sunny, and that you're walking down a path in a beautiful forest. As you breathe into yourself, you breathe in the life energy of the forest. And with each step that you take, you feel the energy of the earth flowing up through the bottoms of your feet. As you walk along, you notice that up ahead, it is getting lighter and that you are coming to the edge of the forest. As you walk out of the forest, you notice that the path is getting sandy and you hear the sound of the ocean. Walking out onto the beach, the ocean is in front of you. It's a wonderful day, so you slowly begin to walk along the beach. And as you walk along the beach, you notice that a log has been washed up onto the beach, creating a nice place to sit and lean up against. Go ahead and sit and relax against the log. This is no ordinary ocean. It is the ocean of holy peace. Listen to the sound of your breathing and imagine that it's the sound of the waves washing up onto the beach and then flowing back into the ocean.
The ocean of holy peace is guiding you now. Follow the guidance of the ocean of holy peace.
And you can take as long as you'd like. And continue with your experience as long as you feel guided to do. But when you are ready, take a couple of deep breaths. Bring your awareness to your eyes. Slowly open your eyes and return. Fully and completely in your body and empowered for world peace. For those who are joining the podcast, I'd like you to thank you for joining us. Namaste.